Welcome to Hashtag Black Oscars, the Afro Sapio Foul Podcast Network's show on entertainment. And today, I am, we are compelled to talk about Ronda Rousey's failure in the ring and, uh, no, and to, to another extent, great white hypes. So, yeah, so um, with that being said, um, what you want to, you know, start, you know, start this off with, uh, Hooks? Uh, well, let's address, uh, we're going to start off with, let's address, you know what I'm saying, for those who don't know, people who don't follow him, you know what I mean? Uh, for those who don't know, Ronda Rousey is a MMA fighter in a mixed martial arts. She is, uh, she was undefeated in her amateur days, and she's 12 and 2. Am I right on her record, 12 and 2? Yeah. She's 12 and 2. And uh, before she was 12 and 2, you know, she was very highly, highly, highly criticized being best female athlete, best female fighter of all time, so on and so forth. She had a big start on, you know what I mean? She's she's got a big name. And this is where our problem lies because then she lost her first match to Holly Holm. And Holly knocked her out. She took a um a Muay Thai shin, like a shin and instep kick roundhouse um to the jaw. Which um like really and man, I'm, I'm <laughs> man. When that joint happened, I think uh, if I'm correct, that was 2015 when she took the drop. She took her that first drop. I watched. Yep, it. that was yeah November November 2015. And when she took that L, man, you know the entire internet was was all over the place. Somebody had a picture of uh, Sonic rings falling out of her and stuff like that, like off of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> that oh, had me rolling, and then somebody else did like a um, a Sagat off a of Street Fighter. They uh, they imposed they superimposed Sagat off a of Street Fighter oh. going like a Muay Thai kick, which is the oh, same kick God. to her face. And uh, you know the fun, the funniest one I've seen is they did this, the Friday one. They did the Friday and Smokey went, you know, Smokey been over on Reds. Like you got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, you got knocked the I fuck out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Ronald Rousey is a very interesting um, character because, you know, she's good at, um, I'm not going to sit here and say that she's total garbage, you know, she's good at fighting, but her whole, her whole style is, is a mat game. She has a great mat game and her mat game, well, a good mat game, her mat game is, is based in judo. She's a judo practitioner. That's her main route. And when she first, when I first, you know, she knows a whole lot of hype, you know, some blonde, white chick, um, rising in stardom. Me, I never really thought she looks all that good. I think yeah, she feel yeah. like Keith Ledger with a wig on, you know? I got mixed feelings. I got mixed feelings about that. Like, she's cute some days and she's not some. I, I mean, know. like, she, she like Heath Ledger with a wig on to me. I mean, Heath Ledger with a wig on. That's Ronda Rousey. And here we have... Rachel Rivera in the house. Hey. Yes. Yeah, what's up? Looking sharp over there. Got the hat and everything. All right. So um yeah, we 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 went over um Ronald Rousey's record. She's she's 12 and 2, but those two losses she got 
were um, ruthless losses. Ooh. We're talking about her first loss, which is in uh, November 2015, and how the, how the internet went bonkers when that happened. Hey. Somebody showed yeah. me, it might have been you actually, but somebody showed me a, um, a picture of um, Ronda Rousey with uh, Sonic rings falling out of her, like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny as shit. So you know what? Uh, like I said, so it, it doesn't get worse. So let's continue on this journey. Let's continue on this journey around the Rousey. So she's out for a year. Everybody's pretty much the media is off of her uh, online. Excuse me, I'm gonna say something uh, brash, but they're through riding her dick. So <laughs> they're through riding her balls, riding her jock strap. You know what I mean? For a year, you know, and so on and so forth. And they were rolling around, Donald Trump president, and Donald Trump president like, and Ronda scheduled to return for a fight against Nunez. Um, and I guess she didn't check the info, like, you know, the same kind of fighter that she lost against in the first place was actually a lot worse. <laughs> it's a lot, she's going against a deeper company. Nunez is a very good striker. And uh, I'll check in a minute, but uh, yeah, she would, I don't think, I think she kind of came back too fast. Yeah, I think that I think one of the I want to still laugh at her because she looks like Heath Ledger with a wig on. But anyway, um, (laughs) anyway, she's trying not to laugh. She's trying not to laugh. Um, Anyway, she I I think when it comes to the failures of Ronda Rousey, I think that um, her coach failed her because if you know a bit about backstory of of a homegirl, she. you know, whatever gym she came from, that's her coach. And right. um, that coach was kind of like thrown into stardom out of nowhere and uh, and at large, don't know what he's doing because I saw I saw her practice punching and stuff like that. And she looked like really, you know, retarded and stuff. And not to, not to remove things from those who are retarded, but holy shit. She looks uh, she looked like she was lacking in uh, skill when it comes, comes to her shadow box technique. So uh, I'll say the the coach is most definitely to blame. Well, from uh, in regards to her, her abilities. Coach, you say the coach, and uh, I'll actually say the uh, the fact. I think not even just the coach. I think the people. I it's, I really put a lot of blame on her. She let the media. She let the hype get to her. Oh yeah, I'm not really arrogant. Um, for those who don't know, I think it was in 2015, she, uh, she was really feeling herself. She had like, you know, maybe she was like, you know, nine or 10, like, you know, 10 and 0, 9 and 0. She's like, well, I can beat Floyd Mayweather. Actually, there's this commentator named Dana White. It's a man named Dana. Anyway, Dana White, he said that, uh, Ronda Rousey can beat Floyd Mayweather. And um, she sat there and agreed with it. She fed into that hype. And um, at that point, that's when I began to notice her. And um, I'm like, I I don't think that you're ready to take on an actual boxer who's been boxing for you. You know, speaking of which, you think that Ronda Rousey can beat Floyd Floyd Mayweather? 
Uh, let's just get this straight. She couldn't even beat Nunez, okay? Nunez is not an excellent fighter. She's not, <laughs> hey, no, listen to what I'm going to say. She's not even an excellent professional boxer. She's actually a good boxer, good striker, but she's not on point Mayweather. Mayweather is the cream of the crop. And much as we all like to hate and all we like to don't want to say it, Mayweather is the cream of the crop in the boxing world, okay? Meaning he is the supreme striker, okay? Meaning he's the supreme counter, he's the supreme hitting your face, and I can knock you out. He's the supreme boxer, and he's the greatest at this moment in time for this generation. There is no way, <laughs> no way possible that she could, she would hold a candle. That match would have been shorter than, than Nunez's fight, okay? I think he would have knocked her out in the first 10 seconds, all right? Mm. The first 10, I think it'd have been less than that. She, the fact that that would even be the comparison is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I, I don't I don't see her beating Floyd Mayweather because um, for one, boxers, they kind of develop their neck and traps so they can like take hits and stuff like that to the head. She can't take hits to the head, man. She, 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 she can't. <laughs> Evidently know. she can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she gives oh, it, man. Yeah. She gives it. Um, I shouldn't. That's wrong. You know what? Subscribe, subscribe. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like um, <laughs> it's. <laughs> she cannot take hits to the face. Um, her neck is underdeveloped, and I think that part of um, her underdevelopment has to go to her buying in all the hype, and she's showing up in all these movies. And all right. the like, you know, all this airplay without actually maybe training yourself for that. Oh, but can you blame her? Why not take the hype? Why you're up, be up? Why not? She got the fame, you came her way. The money's there. Why not take Well, it? I mean, you can do two things. You can sit oh, there and okay. take the, the quick money, quick fame really fast. And you take you take your L, as she did. True. You know, or um or you can like stand fast on the moment, continue winning, and get stronger and develop yourself as you go on. True, true. I, I uh, just like you just said, I think that uh, first and foremost, let's continue the story around the Rousey. So she goes to this fight December, uh, in December, at the end of the year, and she gets knocked out by Nunez. Not like, well, how long was that match? 48 seconds, as I can recall. 48 or 46 is one of them. Yeah, first round. And, um, and I'm gonna tell you how this match play by play went. The clock, the bell rung, ding. Uh, Ronda puts her guard up, tries to land a punch, and Nunes is hitting her left, right, not even counters. Just <laughs> this chick's not even counters. There's no counter. She's not trying to. She's not trying to figure it out. She is popping her, popping her, popping her. Every left, right, left, right. It's it gonna be like it's like a child abuse, pretty much. It's getting bad. She's <laughs> she's beating her, and all guard, all Ronda can do now is guard because she's getting hit. I think she had like a, we call that a- um, She wasn't good at guarding either. Uh, we call that, you know, boxing call it a wake up call hit. You know what I mean? Until you, when you realize what, you, what, what you're actually doing. But <laughs> you realize yeah. what you're actually doing. Not, not what you're doing, what, what you realize what's, what's happening to you. What's, oh, what's yeah, being exactly. done to uh, you. She got that, oh, oh my God, I'm in a real fight. Oh my God, she can, she can really fight. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Yeah, she got a reality check. And um, the reality check is she should have humbled herself. The videos, the promotional videos, and uh, what makes this- So cocky though. And the sad part is what, what made it so bad, it wasn't the fact that she got beat up in that few seconds. It was the fact that promotions before, it was everything before that made it worse. Oh, Rhonda's coming back. 
everybody's like, oh, Ron is going back and win a championship. Ron is doing this. Ron is going to be back in. She's going to kick everybody to sleep. She's been all for a year. Welcome back, Ronda. She's going to take over. She got overhyped and didn't have a practice match or nothing. You know what I mean? A practice match or nothing. I'm like, what? You need, you, you got to walk yourself back in, baby. You can't go right to the top. And that's the problem I have. That is the issue I have. You don't go back to the top when you've been out for a year. That's like, I don't go to work for a year, but I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to get the management position as soon as I get back. Like, does that correlate to anybody? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> she thought that she, you know, roll up in there like Donald Trump. Not know anything. Be all whack, crazy. Get a lot of airplay and show up and, and, and win the belt, win the title. Nah, you know. Uh, you know, with that analogy, Nunez is not Hillary Clinton. Not in the slightest. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I think one of the things about Ronda Rousey is that she, uh, with the hype, there's also the effect that other folks had, you know, that um, looking like, looking outward, folks were like, the girls were intimidated that they're fighting as Ronda Rousey. And then, then that, and they're defeated psychologically before the fight, thus they lose the fight when it actually occurs. I think that was a factor too. So for those who um, really did believe that they'll whoop her ass, they're the ones that really did whoop her ass. Right. You know, that those who did not buy, who didn't buy into the psychology, they were like lit her ass up. Now, the funny thing is, okay, so um, there's this like, uh, there's this, this, this slim blonde lady named Holly Holm. She's the one that knocked, knocked her dome off, knocked Ronda Rousey's mm-hmm. dome off in 2015. And uh, 2016 is Amanda Nunes. Now, Holly Holmes, she was the one that first engine, I, I suppose, broke the fable, broke the mythology of Ronda Rousey. After that, after that was done, you know, I, I suppose everybody knows knows how to whip her. I mean, keep her like uh, when she hops in. You know, you know, it's the fastest. You know, it's um the best counter to a kick. You know what that is? No, go ahead. A punch to the face. Punch <laughs> to the face. Yeah, that's true. Like uh, you train your own body, right? Your punches, like equally, you train your whole body equally. Your punches are three times faster than your kicks. Of course. Punches are faster than kicks. You know, yeah, generally you, speaking. Yeah, because so, you your body. Yeah, so you have. Uh, so you have. Because I I, I I engage martial arts myself. You know, I got my little nunchucks and stuff like that you know i do the shit you know uh, at least i know of it did it younger you know i need to catch it back up on it anyway um she as a female mma practitioner and also a judo practitioner she's not used to getting hit while going in you know um you know some like actual uh Folks who actually do mix their martial arts have more than one martial arts to mix into. Right. They practice going in. They like it because if you are a, a judo practitioner, you know, which is like the art of, uh, you know, it's 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 an art, it's, it's an art based takedown. Japanese it's like martial takedown. art. It's like takedowns pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, yeah, judo, you, it's, you're not, you're not expecting to get struck struck 
Okay. Right. You're not, you're not expecting that. So, you know, your base is not going to be in that one example. Um, one example of, of this, this non-familiarity of other styles and stuff was when I was a teenager and I, and you know, me as a grappler, I, um, I hopped into high school wrestling and from there, you know, the, uh, the objective was to pin someone's back shoulder and shoulder on the floor. Right. Like yep, big right. five sex would not, and uh, I, I wasn't good at that because me, I like making people submit. I'm used to making folks tap out, so to speak. So if we're just freestyle for practicing. I make someone tap out, we're good. But for the actual high school tournaments and stuff like that, um, I couldn't do anything. You know, I, I was I was garbage because I was essentially I was garbage because I'm not good at high school, the collegiate wrestling. I'm not. Right, um, like uh, mat, like mat grappling. Generally speaking, yeah, but like high school wrestling, nah. You know, so the folks who've been doing it, I started, I started that in my senior year in high school. So if those who've been doing it ever since they were freshmen, so they have four years of high school that you know high school style wrestling. They uh, they're beasts by the time they're they're seniors and stuff. Me is new, and I'm not, and I wasn't going to get good at it. I wasn't, I'm not, I was not going to best these guys in their own game that they've been doing for four years. Yeah. You know, now none of none of those assholes can take me in, you know, in um, in the more MMA style grab submissions and stuff. But that's yeah. not the point of the, that's not the game anyway. We're just fucking around. We're doing that. Yeah. You know, so that lack of familiarity is is going to matter. If you don't train your body for certain things, certain types of right. contact, when you get in that ring for real for championships, you can get your dome yeah. split. You know what? And the results to everything you just said, like I box, and I'm gonna say I haven't professionally boxed or anything like that yet, but I've been boxing for a couple of years now. And uh, I'm gonna tell you, you can't be a fighter that can't take a punch. It's impossible, okay? You know what I'm saying? You can't be a fighter that can't take pain because you're gonna get hit. It's not it's not a movie. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, I think we all need to separate realities from TV and movies, okay? When you're in a real fight and you're in a real match, you're in a real fighting match, you're gonna get struck. Don't care how good you are, you're gonna get hit. At some point in time, the best fighters, you Mayweather gets hit, okay? They count they calculate his punches. They calculate the punches the boxers give to each other, okay? Now he may not get land on it. Now even being a perfectionist, he doesn't get a lot of landing on it. Okay, understand it comes with years. Yeah, he don't get a lot of clean hits. That, that twenty years of experience, that's professional uncle, professional fighter uncle, professional fighter dad. That is talent built upon talent. An average everyday fighter, it takes dedication not to be a good counter and chain your reflexes to counter an attack. But uh, the downfall of most boxers I've seen is when they can't take punches. You ever heard you had a glass jaw? Have any of you guys ever heard that term? Yeah. Glass jaw. I heard glass jaw. I played Mike Tyson's punch out. <laughs> exactly. You got a glass jaw, meaning you can't take one punch to the jaw when boxers generally get hit in, and you're out, you got a glass jaw. That's your, and then you got a glass stomach. Or when you can't take a punch to the body. Yeah, you know, like my favorite term was well, somebody's a glass cannon. They can dish it, but they can't take it. <laughs> exactly. And that is the downfall because you can't dish out the punishment you're getting. You know what I mean? You're not going to be a good fighter, okay? But I'm telling you right now, in fighting world, it, it's, a, it's a humbling experience because no matter how talented you are, there's someone that probably trains 
10 times harder than you do and probably a little bit better. And every, that's the reality of fighting. There's always someone out there that can beat you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's the reality. And uh, with your girl, she has to face a harsh reality because she started believing her own lies. She didn't understand that regardless of how popular you are, how, how successful you've been, there is someone out there who is better. Nunez looked at her and laughed like, yo, chick, you can't even do a proper stand-up game. Not one time. Because even in the whole course of Ronda Rousey's popularity in her bath, never did she had a, a striking contest. Never was any pure boxing skills. You never seen that at work. No. Mm-mm, you didn't. You know why you she must have thought she was a, she must have thought she was uh, her character off of expendable. Then she became expendable after that joint. Exactly. So, like she's uh, thinking about retiring. And it's like, yeah, do that. Because <laughs> like the attitude she had, I mean, I ain't gonna miss that joint. Um you know I, now I'm throwing a whole I'm throwing mad shade at a homegirl, but at the same time, she is a good judo practitioner. She's a, a you know, far as the female side of the sport she's a pioneer yeah but there's a whole lot of uh you know bullshit to uh call in regards to her uh rise of fame now one one set of folks you know in regards to the great white hype thing one set of folks i want to um blame is the ufc uh the ufc ownership and stuff oh yeah you know you know because you have boxing and you have you know wrestling and you know, like you know, WWE, you know that type of wrestling, and um, grappling has a wrestling association to it. And you also you have wrestlers who become UFC fighters, and they have they get they draw like large crowds, which equals large money for the tickets and stuff. Um, these UFC owners and CEOs, they're sitting up in there trying to um, find the next, you know, next person to hype up on, and like right. push them a whole lot hard. And, you know, like, you know, this is the face of of our uh, corp, not corporation, but our, our uh, company. Yeah, our company, so our to speak. Company. Yeah, this is the face of, uh, you know, who's in the ring right now. This is, this is, this right here, this right is Heihachi off of Tekken 2. This right here is M. Bison off of Street Fighter. This is the one right here. This, this is Ryu. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a better one, actually. This is Ryu of Street Ryu. Fighter right here. You know what I mean? And, um, and the problem is that, they buy the hype, you know, they buy the hype, you know, like uh, they're putting me in, in front of, in front, like making me the face of everything. I'm showing up on, um, you know, video game packets and, you know, movies and commercials and doing photo shoots and stuff like that. And it's like, uh, might wanna, yeah, you might want to step it back a notch and think about your training, your style. I was like, you're like, okay, you're about to do a photo shoot for a, for FHM or Maxim Magazine. Now you got to like kind of tone down your training because all those hard angles and stuff, those blocky angles and shit, don't look that sexy. So now you got to tone down your training a bit, get some of that baby fat back in to look gorgeous. Then you got to go back to the training, get all hard and, and tight and chiseled. It's, it's, it's that's the downfall of every great fighter I think I've ever witnessed. Every great fighter I've ever witnessed. You've seen what a turn of their career was. Like I'll use Roy Jones, for example. Roy Jones is my one of my 
favorite all-time boxers of all time. He's from Florida. <laughs> Yay. He's one of my great... I love this dude. This guy is my Roy Jones. I like Roy Jones, too. I love Roy Jones, right? Now, Roy Jones' downfall is Roy Jones began to not only dab in, like, he was the best middleweight pound for pound of all time. Say, say Anthony Hopkins, I, I still say Roy Jones. <laughs> Roy Jones literally had to be the best middleweight of all time. Like, Better than Sugar Ray Leonard? Pound, pound for pound, man. If you look, check it out, man. The guy was not matched. Not really. You know, but um, I'm getting to the point. Like, uh, Roy was excelling. He's on everything. Roy's on magazines. Roy's on Wheaties box. Everybody know if you're somebody on a Wheaties box. <laughs> uh, Wheaties box. Roy's on commercials. Roy went to the Olympics. You know, all the things. You know, and I think that's what really got his first. If you know the story behind uh, Roy Jones Jr. back in 91, 92, he got kind of got cheated out of his gold medal, actually. But he went to the Olympics. Big story, big thing, and it was a big deal. So anyway, he still wound up coming back to the um, Americas and America and winning a, a crap load of middleweight titles. So he's a beast. He game to be proficient. But his downfall came because money, drugs started being influenced, the rappers, the hip hop, you know what I mean? He got him. Mike Tyson is very much similar. Like the fast life got him oh, yeah. good. Yeah, the fast life got him really good. He got so hyped up that he thought he can go to heavyweight and conquer that too. Now, oh, yeah, kudos. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, now kudos. Kudos to him having the heart to jump up and be and get more talent to his life. Hey, you sound kind of low, you know man. Something happened. Okay. Stuff came back. Okay. I said the difference between you and most of these fighters is 100 pounds, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. The difference. You go in and you guys don't fight as fast as you do. They're not as flexible. They don't have the reflexes like you do. But guess what? They don't got to reflex your punch. They can eat those little punches you give. One yeah. punch from them, I'll knock you out, man. And take you cold. All I need is one shot. That's it. And he yeah. stepped into the harsh reality. He went into his first match, and then the game was the guy was named Carver. I forgot his name, but the gentleman knocked him clean out. <laughs> and then the sin of Roy Jones started from there. Mm. Every match, knocked out, knocked out, knocked out. Yeah. And the drug, the alcohol, the hip hop, the the flashing lights, everyone's endorsing. It starts to go down, and reality kicks in. I, I want I want to like slide into. The f- like, why, why do society, why do American society always needs a great white height? Why is that? Um, because America society has done it for years. This is about influencing about the, the picture frame, okay? About frame of what it's kind of like the NFL with the white quarterback, okay? You probably don't people off, but I don't really care. Uh, like the, the white quarterbacks, subscribe and, and <laughs> right now. Okay, so for years, the NFL has always placed a white quarterback as the helm of the team, the leader. And this is a, a, a mental thing. The, the American, this American racism at its best. But as, and even though they were black quarterbacks, proven that were better than some of their white, you know, their white predecessors, white starters, you know what I mean? Black guys who were really great at those styles, you feel me? You had yeah. really great quarterback 
but he's coach. And if you know the story of Don Nevis, coach didn't like his style of play, so it permitted him limited how he played because it wasn't like his white colleagues. You know. Yeah. And, and this is a this is a really problem. Louis Roman had a great white hype, and uh, I'm not bound to play Roman had a great white hype because the fact that America it says that we don't recognize a black face or we don't recognize a minority face behind anything. But we're gonna, we're gonna, we don't want to be seen like you the face of this. We're in charge. It's like a, a, a like a minority, like a non-white face in charge, or like you know on top. It's like it's a foreign power occupying a territory that that is not all oh, wholesome, good old boy, all American. And I, I hate that. I hate that uh, the description all American because when someone says all American, they mean white. It's usually it's white, blonde, blue eye. No, so that, that's an all American family. You're not going to see like a, like some cats who look Filipino and that, that they're right. pointing at. And there's going to be a bunch of white Dennis and Menace looking motherfuckers. Anyway, um, yeah, um, the, the great white hype thing really does bug me because, you know, I mean, I'm Johnny Silver Cloud, the, the vicious abolitionist. Of course it is. But more to the, uh, the point, you know, it's it, it'll be America would be a, a better nation if we, you know, if if they, you know, white folks accepted everybody as American as is versus you know paying everybody lip service. Um, and with that being said, you know, Ronald Rousey would not have been hyped up that well because that that fast because white people need to be in front like. They need to see themselves at all times. Always. Like, you know, the, rea the reality we live as black folks, you know, the white, white guy on top of it. Like, say Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, um, some guy is taken out of his, uh, some guy is taken out of his house and raised by aliens. Has to be a white dude. He's not going to, he could have looked, he could have looked Korean. Could have been a Korean looking dude. Nah, it has to be white. Like it always, like white is the default race of humans, and that's bullshit. It, it's not, you know. Um, white people need to see themselves at all times at the helm, and we get sick of that shit, you know, because the reality we live, that's not the case. So, like, what white folks need to do is, uh, you know, we need to, you know, cut the pie even. Where sometimes they live our reality, where you know. Everybody in charge is not, not, don't look like you. Well, you know what? And that's a, if you see the problem in a great white hype, this is literally, this is the, this is the way that I think this kind of like the, the racist propaganda to keep us in check. You know what I mean? Like for, for years, like even I, I keep going back to the NFL for the years, like they're like, oh, the best quarterbacks are all white, Caucasian, this and that. And you notice that none of them got to play. But as we're seeing now, which we've seen a transition now, you got Cam Newton's, you know what I mean? Yeah. You got Cam Newton's and stuff like that. And and the Michael Vick's, that's why they kind of hated Michael Vick, believe that or not, because Michael Vick was actually really great, really good. Yeah, he was a beast. And it, and it, and it, and it went out of their, uh, it went out of their, uh, their norm for a great, a great white, you know what I mean? The Tom Brady's, the, the Doug Foods. Yeah, if if Michael Vick was named uh, Michael Benton or Michael, if he was white, That'd be all over his damn Johnson, dude. Oh, of course. If, um, if Brett Farr can can run and like throw like Michael Hill, yeah. <laughs> Good God Almighty.
But guess what? The fact that it is important, just like you just said, it, it must be a white face. And it's not just, Ronda Rousey is just not, it's not the, she's not the first. She She's just the latest of this propaganda. She is the great example of what happens when, hey, we're gonna make our white girl the best thing in the world and we're gonna hype her up and she's gonna be the best UFC woman fighter that ever lived and like whoa wait whoa wait she ain't even faced nobody but a year it ain't been a one year yet y'all tripping she ain't Anderson Silva Anderson Silva <laughs> held it yeah exactly held right. for like 10 12 years 10 years he was the champion a decade. for a decade you know how awesome you gotta be <laughs> to hold a belt for 10 years <laughs> One year, one, one year. She's not that. Come on now, to be the best. But the thing about it though is that they've been they've been making this call on uh, Ronda Rousey when she got her fourth win. She was four and zero. That's when folks began hyping her up. You know, and and the, and I, I'll keep on saying this that the female MMA division is not that deep. It is in its infancy. And that matters, you know, the folks who, since it's new, it's kind of like anybody can show up and, and if you can like somewhat fight, you're in. It, it's not like, it's not like boxing or uh, the male side of MMA. Uh, now, like I say this before the show, um, give or take, like say the year 2060 or 2080, the feed like the female division will be pretty damn strong. We're gonna have many champions for uh you know newer female fighters to emulate and it's, it's gonna look like uh american boxing in the 80s at that point but pretty much still in you know right like right now it was way too early to sit there and gas that broad's head up make her think uh, make make folks make her and white people think that she's the white muhammad ali you know first so. and again this is another slap in the face to to racism and foolishness, you know what I mean? The great white hype is real, just like white privilege is real, and just like uh, we're making a mistake with Donald Trump, but that's another conversation for another subject. But that's gonna be another slap in the face too, but as far as- it Yeah, goes, Donald like, Trump, he's another, you know, it's, it's yeah. almost like Ronda Rousey is a firm of action uh, champion though, man. Like, no, I'll not face champion, but, but face, face of the corporation, face of the company type, because they're looking for a white person first, you right? Know, Donald Trump is 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 most certainly a, an affirmative action hire. Well, you know, you have a black dude, you have a black guy in power for eight for a decade, and you know, like you have like the most, like the least, the least qualified, the least intelligent, like someone who is not only intellectually dishonest, right. but um, he's also intellectually incurious. Right. I like that one. Intellectually curious. Yeah, you said it correct. And, um, right. And uh, and he's president of the United States, like the highest position in all the land, you know? He is. It, it, it's, it's, it's totally baffling. Like, like Republicans actually had Latin dudes lined up, women black lined guy. up. Yeah, black youngers lined up. And they're like, nah, this young right here is the best one. No, he's not. Donald Trump is another great white hype. And it looks like he's taking his L's before he even steps into the ring. Isn't it though? It's funny. And that's- yeah, he's still, Unlike Ronald Rousey, he's taking L's before he even steps into the ring. Hey, 
Hey, listen, shit is, we ain't even shit, gonna go. Shit will disgust you, man. Look, we can go on Donald Trump all day. I got, boy, look here. I got, I got stuff, but we're not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're not yeah. gonna do it. I call him we'll give him a teaspoon. No, we're not gonna give him a full is, cup. No, you know, he's a, he's a, he's propaganda. He, the proof that people like this, and I said, our sports, and for me, honestly, for our sports, as American, for our sports clubs to really get ahead of the game, we really gotta stop the great white hype and put everybody in perspective and let the talent be recognized as talent. And let's not give titles and make this stuff up. I blame Dana White more than anybody for her loss, you feel me? Because Dana yeah. White knew he did it for the money. He didn't care about Ronda. And that's the thing that hurts me more. Because you know what? He don't give a damn about Ronda. He didn't care about Ronda's well-being, where she's ready to come back in the ring. He knew they were going to generate money. He knew people were going to come. And that's the saddest part about this whole part, the whole thing. It's not more of let more or less that she got her butt with because she wasn't ready. You know what I mean? And that she could have, she didn't, she, she shouldn't have went straight to the top. Everyone knows when you're transitioning as a fighter, when you're transitioning back into fighting, you start and you practice first. You build your way back. Okay? Like the yeah. like boxing does. You build your way back up to the top. You don't go straight to the top. Why? Because you're not in athletic shape to go to a top. The person at the top always training. Mm-hmm. Always training. And um the saddest thing that everything's going on is just uh Ronda Rousey, we just got uh she's just an example. So I hope MMA wakes up and I hope that you know no one gets you know, people don't get set up, but we should I surely know as long as sports be around until we all get together and change it, it's still gonna be like that. There's always gonna be some kind of white face of this of the NFL or something, the white face of the MMA, even though most Brazilians are the top fighters in MMA. Well, it kind of came from them first because um, the first folks who uh, who first uh, ran the UFC was a hoist, uh, was a Gracie clan, you know, back in the nineties. And I love that time period. That's you're talking about uh, UFC in its infant MMA in its infancy. It was so glorious, man. It for those who don't know, UFC in its infancy, the nineties. It looked like Street Fighter. It looks like street, <laughs> like I remember there's this Ken one Shamrock. dude. There, Ken Shamrock, that's my youngin. Um, there's this one dude, forgot his name. He had one boxing glove on and one like one open grappling hand. I forgot his name. You know, um just random stuff, man. Like it looks like rant like crazy ass fighting game characters right out of Mortal Kombat. There's no weight classes, so a big ass sumo dude can take on a small Kenpo practitioner and lose because I remember that fight. Uh, uh, the fight, uh, I forgot the name of the sumo dude, it's big black dude, mean mugging and everything. And then he went against uh, this guy named Keith Hackney. Keith Hackney knocked his ass out with a matter of seconds. And, and Keith Hackney also broke his fist fighting that guy. Right. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Early stages of UFC, man, the octagon before it got the public hype, man. It was yeah, like, okay, it was so this, real. The, the one dude, the one boxing glove, his name is Art Jimerson. Art Jimerson, yeah, that's Art Jimerson. That was that dude, the one boxing glove. I mean, it's like that is so creative. Like, this looks like he looks like a, a you know, design off of a character off of Killer Instinct or, or, or. Tekken or King of Fighters. I loved it. I loved it, man. 
he had a boxing glove on his forward hand, you know, which is his left because he's righty. I love that shit, man. That was, man, that was, those are the days, man. But now, um, this is like 1995. So you got 2005, 2015, 20 years past. So now you have the UFC is like solidified. It's a household name. And uh, all these guys, you know, the men that will fight will be quite scientific. I'll say, with that being said, it'll probably take 20 years. Mm. 2037, where the, um, the female fighting division in UFC will be pretty solid where the champions are not paper champions i think or, that, uh, they're, yeah. they're not glass they're not glass cannons i'll put it that no way. they're not they're not glass cannons and uh i believe that their time and place it will come i believe that their shine it will come but ronda rousey is not the answer and i hope that she's humble <laughs> i hope that she's humble and um you say you want to see her quit. I don't want to see her quit. I would actually like for her to start back again and compete and actually show everyone as a true competitor how it's done. I didn't say I, I didn't say I, I like to see her quit. I like I, I like to see her lose. You know, um, there's a difference. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I can't like her. I, I can't enjoy her quitting because I can't see her take you know take shots at the dome too anymore. So, by all means, Ronda Rousey continue on fighting trust me <laughs> sucker <laughs> anyway um you have any last things to add though uh before we go um last thing i add to all the people out there and all the fighters and all the people that's trying to be in mma and being fighting humble that there's always a better fighter there's always a bigger dog there's always someone that knows more than you. There's always someone that got more leg than you. Humble yourself, practice and train and never try to try to get the quick way to success, okay? And that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, be humble and prepare smart. And uh, yeah, Dana White, oh yeah. And I'm gonna say this, Dana White, you're at fault. You're an ass and I hope that you don't get to own the UFC anymore. And I'll expand on that later. Yeah. Um, I'll add a couple of things. Um, I'll say that jujitsu um, is a, I think jujitsu is a more superior, um, you know, mat game, grappling, martial art. Uh, I think the fact that she only studied one grappling style, um, that really hurt her. She should, maybe she take, she took up jujitsu, you know, she, she might beat, beat somebody's ass a little better. Might be better at winning. Um, also take up a uh, Muay Thai. Um, you know, um, I enjoy seeing her lose. It's about that. It was, it was, it was, it was about time, you know, because I don't like arrogant fighters. And I think that one of the things about UFC with mixed martial arts in general, because as an army vet, you know, I saw this with army combatants program. Now with traditional martial arts, you always have this level of respect that is trained and is drilled into you no matter what. You know, before in most of these martial arts, you will bow before you walk on the mat, then you bow when you leave the mat. You know, and things like that. Like, you know, and with this, with that, you have this honor and integrity and this disposition that is honorable, you know, similar to David Robinson in, in basketball or Tim or uh, Tim Duncan in basketball, like that. You know, humble, chill, but get the job done. 
that's missing, man. It seems like folks are just taking, they're taking the moves from the martial arts, but they're not taking the discipline and self-discipline and honor the martial arts. You know, they're just leaving that be and they're being nasty, arrogant, salty-ass motherfuckers. And that's missing, you know? We need to bring that, you know, folks need to actually um, not leave that behind. If you come from a, a judo background, that you that you you always exercise when you were on that mat before and after before you joint and hop, hop on mat barefoot left the mat you know what I mean so you know we need that we need we need to restore that honor back into MMA so be you know so there will be balance but with that being said I'll say it's about that time so thanks for joining us before you leave if you like what you heard click like and subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud, wherever you go for your podcast. Do not let this be the last time we hear from you or you hear from us. Follow us on Facebook, Afro Sapio Fowl. And if you want to be heard, you can always leave a voice message at 202-854-1996. Last but not least, be sure to check us out on AfroSapioFowl.com for everything intelligent black thought. This is Johnny Silvercloud and... If this is a moral writing, Tony O'Hooks. I'm signing out. out. Peace.